Welcome everyone to your ongoing journey or leap into a new world of opportunity. Inside Japan podcast is a stepping stone for your next adventure. It is a show built with informative interviews, perspectives on local life, and how you can master your path into the unknown. For today, kick back and listen to the wisdom of our host, James. James here coming to you episode number 113 of the Inside Japan podcast. Brought to you, as always, by jobsinjapan.com. Hope you're doing well out there, everybody, uh, in these crazy, crazy times. Solo show for you here. Had a long string of good interviews, hot interviews, but now it's time for another solo show. Dropping some knowledge on you to help you get through these corona times if you want to listen to this live. Um, but this is one of those episodes that I think will hopefully help people for many years in the future. Who knows? A hundred years in the future. You never know, hopefully. Um, but it's an email I got. I, I've gotten many of these emails questioning this. So I said, well, you know what? Maybe it's time. Maybe it's the time to answer this burning question people got in their minds. That's what I'm here for, right? Answering those burning questions you got on your mind. If you ever have a burning question on your mind, you want me to answer. Hey, Twitter. Hit me up there. Or email. Hit me up there. You can find both of those links at altinsider.com, of course. But yeah, this question is a, is a hot one. It's uh, how do you know when a job offer is a scam, right? Um, how do you know when a job offer to work in Japan is a scam? They do exist, my friends. Let me tell you, they exist in many different ways, many different shapes and sizes, but they are a true phenomenon that happens. Um, and yeah, so I guess it's smart to avoid them. I kind of, for me, it's, I always say like, if it, if it looks fishy, it probably is fishy. But I know that's not enough, right? It's not enough information for everybody. It's, I know that's not enough uh, to put everyone at ease because what it looks fishy is different for everybody, right? Especially people that don't have a lot of knowledge about working in Japan and what that looks like and what a job, you know, what a job offer looks like. You know what I mean? So let's get to it. I got a list of things here to look, to look out for, so you can hopefully avoid scams. Um, number one, which is the the too long didn't listen overview is if it looks fishy it probably is and you need to ask somebody what they someone else what they think about it someone like me or someone else been in japan a while what do you think about this right it's not crazy to ask that um on reddit is a good place too um if it looks fishy it probably is fishy i've seen many many examples of these that's the first thing right if you think about it like this you want to work there right so you want to be feeling good about where you're working right you don't want to feel like it's like is this good is this good is this normal you know what i mean now i'm talking of course you have to get your knowledge base of the job already handled, right? You can't just, you know, decide to go to Japan one day and then just let's search the job boards and see what I get, right? That, you don't have enough knowledge at that point. So I'm hoping you're doing a little research first and you know, like the average salary of Akaiwa, the average salary of Jet, the average salary of Dispatch Company. You've got all that knowledge in your head. If you listen to the show without that, I'm, I'm, you got to get that first, right? Know the job you're signing up for. Know the job description. I mean, that's hopefully that's common knowledge, but you should know something about the job you're attempting to do, right? Once you have that criteria filled, now you can kind of start to understand what's fishy and what's not fishy, right? So I've I've I've, I've created a little list here to help you in case that you need more than that. In case you're not sure, maybe it's on that line of fishy and not fishy. Um, the first thing you can do to avoid scams is is stick with names you know. Stick with names you've heard of and names you see commonly, right? Most of the scams I've seen are involved with companies that have not been seen anywhere else online, and it's hard to find them, right? So, like, there's some kind of, you know, you see a random English school, like, you know, Unicorn English, and I search, and I get, 
you know, someone says to me, like, what do you think about this job? And I search it. I can't find anything online about the company. That's the first sign for me is, hey, I don't know. If something's wrong about it, you really want to be working for a company that has no online presence at all and no one's ever had stories about them? For me, that's a no-go right away, right? Okay, a key point of this whole thing is, too, there's many, many jobs to get in Japan, right? Getting a job and teaching in Japan is not particularly difficult, though that may be different in 2020, of course, 2021, excuse me. Um, so right now, it's not too hard to get a job in Japan in some capacity, right? So you should be uh, very, very uh, selective about the jobs you, you want to do, right? You, the jobs you take, right? That's, that's another thing that's important here. Um, it, it, we're not talking about high-level jobs that you can find are scams, right? Usually these scams are for low-level stuff like the entry-level English teaching job in Japan, which, of which there are many, right? So stick with names you've heard of, right? I'm not saying all those jobs are great that, that, that have the name brand behind them, but you can avoid most of scams if you stay away from the schools that you've never heard of, schools that you can't find anything online about. You search for stuff on Reddit about this company, you can't find anything. If you stay away from those companies, that'll get you, wet, you, know, get you out of most scams right away. I know that the allure of working in Japan for someone just out of college and you've really been dreaming about it a while is very strong, but it's not worth it, right? If you can't find anything about the company, say see ya, and you'll be fine. If you think something is fishy about it, right? If the if it seems like a great resume, it seems I mean a great job offer, and it seems normal. Um, not not too good of a job offer. Hopefully, that's we'll t- get to that later in the in the list. But if it looks kind of normalish, then maybe hey, it's worth applying for. Then again, just applying, not accepting right away. Um, so that's number one. Stick with the name you've heard of, right? Stick with names that have some sort of presence, right? Next, probably the biggest one. Again, this takes a little knowledge and some searching, but you need to ensure that you aren't breaking any laws. This, you can't have to ensure the job itself does not break any laws, right? So the main one that you'll see with this is not requiring a visa, not requiring a college degree, and you'll still be teaching in some you know, professional capacity. Um, I know I've interviewed people on this very show hundreds of episodes ago that found a way to get to Japan without a degree and still working in Japan with a legal visa now, uh, but it's just not not smart way to go about it, right? Um, don't get a degree if you want to work in Japan. If you don't want to get it, if you don't want to go through that trouble of working to to work in Japan, you probably don't want to do it enough to to make it, you know, ha- be happy doing it, right? Um, so don't do that. If it says anything that you you won't, you know. Anything about like not having a visa before you start working, that's another big red flag, right? So like, oh, we'll figure out your visa three months after you start working. That's not good, right? That's dangerous. They could say, oops, we don't give you a visa, and then what, right? It's on you, right? Okay, so big one is definitely want to have the visa secured, and you want to make sure that visa is the uh, applicable to your position, right? Um, also check about, the job you'll be doing, right? And and the hours you'll be working. Sometimes these jobs have crazy hours. I've seen scams of like six days a week, you'll be doing more than eight hours each day. And it's not, it's just not a normal workload for a job. Again, you have to have a little bit of knowledge to know that, but that's really important. Okay. Be, ensure they aren't breaking any laws with the position they're about to give you. That mainly comes down to visa. That's the mainly big one. Make sure you they will give you a visa, sponsor your visa, and the visa makes sense to the job you have. But Check for other stuff as well, right? Um, another one, uh, it seems simple, but look at the pay, right? Most scams I've seen actually are very low pay, right? They're much lower than you could expect. Um, and uh, sometimes they're free, which is just, 
I, I can't understand it, <laughs> but I don't know how it happens, but it does. Um, there's lots of scams about this like free internship in Japan stuff where you're just working a full-time job, but it's an inter- not even an internship. It's just like a Visit Japan program. Don't take those. Those are just slave labor, right? They just want to get your labor for free. Uh, don't take those. There's plenty of positions that are willing to pay you to do the same thing, okay? Uh, so don't take anyone like that. Anytime you see crazy low pay, like 1600 bucks a, a, a month, 2000 bucks a month is on the... Like, 2000 bucks a month is like the minimum you should be looking for. That's already extremely low. But I have seen real jobs that start there. So look for at least $2,000 a month US, of course. And really two two hundred. Really, like 2,200 is like the minimum you should be looking for around there, right? Anything less of that, it should be a huge red flag that this, this job might not be legit, you know? Or, and also, also, I want to knock you over the head with this one. You shouldn't take anything less than that, right? Even the lowest level English teaching job gets, gets about that, right? So you got to get at least $2,000 a month, right? It's not worth it anywhere else than that, guys. Less than that. Don't do it. Don't be stupid. Don't agree. Don't let the pull of wanting to work in Japan that much take over. You need to get at least paid. Paid at least, you know, amount to live. Right? That's not too much to ask when you want to go to a new country to work teaching English. I know it's a job everyone can do. I know it's a job that's not a long-term future for most people if you stay at that first job. But expect something. Right? Don't just accept anything, and especially do not accept free. Right? You're not. It's not an internship. It's a. You can get jobs in Japan. Do that. Right. Next tip: Look at the website. Okay, um, most scams I've seen either don't have a website or the website is atrocious and it looks like it's set up like, you know, 15 years ago. So that, that's another big one, right? The big companies that are trustworthy, I don't want to say trustworthy, but the ones that do what they say they'll do, um, they'll have a website and it's, you know, usable and it works, right? That's a big one. It seems simple, but, it, 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 you know, you'd be surprised how many people get, get, get effed by that. Look at the website. Is it looks like time was spent making it? Does it look like it was made after you know the year two thousand five, two thousand? Wow, look, <laughs> it's crazy how like two thousand five is a long time ago now. That's really insane. But let's keep moving. Um, also, Craigslist is a one for me. That's um, uh, some jobs are on Craigslist are, are posted on Craigslist, especially in big cities. That's fine, but usually legitimate jobs on there will have a website as well, right? So you can, of course, can apply to Craigslist, uh, jobs on Craigslist, but I would roughly research the company before you just send your website because a lot of those things are just trying to get your information, okay? So if you see something on Craigslist, hey, it's cool. Do more research though, right? Um, check out what's going on. Check out if the company has a website and all the other steps I'm talking about. Make sure all that is true. It still apl- applies. Never just see, a, never ever just see a job on Craigslist and apply. You know, I, w- I would do a little bit more work than that and then apply, right? Make sure they got a website, make sure it looks legit, make sure the visa is in order, all that stuff, and then apply, okay? Next one, huge one, is check the communication, right? So let's say the job is so far past all these tests I've given you, and uh, they have a website, the pay is okay, you're not breaking any laws, it's a, it's a name you kind of heard of. Let's say they kind of ghost you, right? That's another red flag for me, right? And I've seen it happen before with people that they don't, I haven't heard, I, I set my resume, they say they're interested. The interview's going to be here, and they're going to get back to me. Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm explaining the totally wrong case to, 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 to worry about it. If you've applied and you've interviewed and they haven't got back to you for a while, that's totally normal. Okay, They take a while to decide. I'm talking about when you have a legitimate question. Like, for example, hey, uh, my interview is scheduled next month. 
can you tell me, you know, I think of a normal question. What do I need to bring to my interview? And there's no answer for a long time. Think about it, right? You want a company that's going to cares about you and wants you to answer your question, the simple question like that. That's something you might want to think about. Okay. So definitely check communication. Okay. Check, check what, check how res- responsive they are when you have a question and things like that. Cause that's important. That's the company you're going to work for, right? You, you want that to continue when you work, actually working, right? You have a question, you want to get the question answered in a timely fashion, right? You know, timely in the quotation mark, cause there's a big difference. There's a big, you know, how fast is quickly. You never know in different companies, but uh, that's a big one for me. Check, check, check the communication. Next thing is obvious. Um, if you got past this point and everything seemed fine, definitely Google the company name and see what's going on here. Read the reviews. There's a lot of websites that have reviews about companies. Um, Glassdoor is the biggest of all, but you can see more. And if you search like Reddit and you search company name, you might see stuff about them. See what you think. Again, I do want to put the asterisk here of, um, you know, most of online is filled with horror stories. Uh, if I search the company I work for the longest, Interact, you know, when I was at Interact and I, you know, it, it, their their online presence is not good, right? A lot of people bitching about Interact, even though actually they're bitching about the dispatch company situation as a whole. But they, but if I trusted that alone, I would never work for Interact, and Interact was fine for me. So use Google as an additional tool, as a as a accoutrement to your, you know, this just scam check I'm giving you here, right? Just see what you think. Did anyone else have a certain situation like you? Did anyone have a problem that you're also worried about and wonder? You know, think about that. Really, th- Google is another tool to use um, and see what you happen. Next thing to avoid a scam is definitely there's nothing that says, you know, it seems fine. Everything's fine for now. And you might just want to go for the interview and see what happens, right? Um, sometimes it, if, if it seems okay, you're still a little worried for some reason. Maybe it isn't a name you've heard of, but everything else has been fine. Go to the interview and see what you think, right? Um, there's no nothing wrong with getting interview practice for free, right? A lot of people pay for interview practice, like you know, but um, you don't have to do that all the time. Some situations you do, of course, but you don't have to pay for interview practice. You can just go to companies and practice interviewing, and you never you never intend to to get the job. Um, you know, you could go to this interview you have and see what you feel about them, right? They seem like they're organized. They seem legit. They seem like they care about you. Um, and then you you can tell. Again, I warn this for people that are kind of new to this or new to finding a job. You might not be able to tell, see the signs of like a not a good situation. Uh, you know, for me, the biggest one is like not being able to answer your questions directly. Like if you answer a direct question, like, oh, when do I get my visa? And they're not sure about that. Hey, that's a big red flag, right? You have to be able to, you know, if they're really legitimately hiring you to work somewhere, they'll be able to answer those questions. And if they don't know the answer right away, they'll be to tell you why they don't know. You know what I mean? That make, If that makes sense? Like, uh, you know, where will I be located in Japan if I get a job? Uh, they might know. Or they might be able to say, well, we're not really sure. We have to decide. We have to wait for some BOEs to tell us their availability, how many ALTs they need, and then we'll be able to get back to you at this date, you know, by this date, right? That's a big one, right? Just asking those kind of questions should be able to get answers, Okay. So a few a few addendums to that list. There's a seven-point list. Let me go through it again just in case you uh, didn't listen all the way through. So number one is to how to avoid scams is stick with names you've heard of. It's not 100% foolproof, but it will avoid most scams. Think with, think, stick with companies that have many, you know, many, situa- many schools, many job opportunities, things like that. Number two, make sure the, lo- the, the job offer, the job you're going to take is not breaking any laws. The biggest of this is uh, not securing your visa before you will start working. That is illegal, right? You have to have a visa before you work. If they say, we'll get your visa three months after you start working, that's different. You know, that's not good. That's not that's not possible. Um, there is a situation, I should say, when you're renewing your visa, you will have a temporary visa. That's totally fine because 
you know, it says, hey, I'm, I've applied for my renewal visa. I'm cool. That's okay. It's a little different story, but just wanted to put that out there. Um, you really need to make sure you have a visa before you start working. That's the biggest one. Ensure they won't break any laws. Next one, look at the pay, right? The pay ridiculous. The pay is extremely low. You should want to work there anyway, right? But a lot of scams have extremely low pay. So that's a big, big, big one. And, and obviously free is ridiculous. Don't do that unless you want to do it for some something else you're getting, right? Just be being in Japan, getting to be in Japan is not <clears throat> enough of a pay for a company that's just wanting you to work for free. Don't accept that ever. Next, look at the website. Do they have a legitimate website? It doesn't have to be beautiful, but does it have the information? Does every do the do the links work? Do, does it look like it's well put together? Uh, things like that. Look at the website. Seems easy, but you know it happens, right? Check the website. Also, don't just send resumes to Craigslist without doing research first, right? Check, make sure that the company has a website. Um, things like that. Next, check the communication speed and uh, answers, right? They should be able to answer questions you have, and it shouldn't take them forever, right? If they take them forever, maybe that's not the company you want to work for anyway. So make sure, check the communication level and how they handle communication. Next is stupid, but Google, do a Google test, right? Google the company, see if you see any of horror stories that are similar to yours or with a position you're going to take and see what, see what comes up, right? It's not, it's never a bad idea to do that for anybody, for anything, excuse me, also anybody, uh, but anything. So just Google, do a Google test, right? And finally, if you, if you not still not sure, um, Go in person, right? Go to the interview, see what happens, or Skype or whatever, and see how you feel about it, right? Um, this will take a little bit of, you know, experience to know if it's if it's bad or not, of course, because a lot of scams will be good at this and have done it many times. We won't be able to tell, but the biggest red flag you can get from the go in person route or interview route is, you know, ask question, ask specific questions, and if, if they have difficulty answering it and it feels kind of weird, then you'll know it's just don't accept the job. You don't have to you know, run out of the building or something to say like, okay, well, I'll, I'll let you know, you know, it's not, it's not hard to do that. Get, getting interviews for, getting interview practice for free is something that's a great idea to do. Even if you have no interest in getting the job, right? It's just good practice, right? If you have the time, of course, you know, if you're working full time and stuff, it's not that it's a waste of time. But if, if you're just out of college looking for job hunting, it's totally cool to just go to interviews and practice, right? So, and the finally, the one I should have said first, but the finally is if it looks funny, if it smells funny, it probably is funny, right? It probably is funny. Uh, it probably is a bad idea. If it smells fishy, it probably is fishy. So that's the biggest one. Again, that will take a little bit of research. You need to know the, the basic outline of what a job looks like in Japan to know what exactly is wrong or off, right? But once you get past that first level, you should be okay to, to see like, oh, that doesn't sound right. That that seems weird or uh they don't pay for, they don't pay for this. They don't pay for that. Wow, I'm working 35 hours a week, but I don't have health insurance. Things like this that are red flags that you could at least, very least, ask the company about, and they should be able to give you a very honest answer back, right? If they can't do that, again, that's one of the points I talked about. Communication needs to be on point for you to work for any company, right? Um, and sum it up. Let's get to big picture thoughts. Um, big picture rambles, I guess I should say for anyone still listening to this one. Uh, really, again. Well, you really, there's plenty of jobs in Japan that are not scams. And they're fairly, and I don't mean this to offend anybody, as I was also, I also took one of these jobs. They're fairly easy to get, right? As long as you have the qualifications, which aren't very high. Um, so you, you should be pretty, pretty, pretty picky about any job you take in Japan, right? Um, I don't mean picky as in you you need to get paid the, the, the amount you think you should get because you won't get that when you're starting out. 
but you should be able to get the norm pay for a certain job. So ALT gets this much, ACOG gets this much. You should be able to find a job like that, even if it's entry level like that, right? Japan is always going to be there, right? I know coronavirus kind of <laughs> has put a bit of a wall on Japan for right now, but Japan is going to be there. There's no rush, right? Um, if you're really banking on this to like, you know, live, there's a problem there that I can't go over now, but um, you don't... You don't 100% need Japan usually. Most of you people out there that just want to go to Japan, it's just something you want to do, right? So if you can't find a good situation to make that happen, maybe you shouldn't do it, okay? Now, there's a lot of, like I said, there's a lot of positions. You should be able to find a position that works for you to get your get your time in Japan, you know, you get your a job in Japan that's not a, a scam. It's not that hard to do. So you should find a thing, but don't rush it, right? There's no need to rush. Japan's not going anywhere. Don't rush. Uh, do your research, if you find a job, check it out. Hey, it's not a shame. It's not a, a bad idea to send a uh, send a link to somebody on the Discord, uh, ALT Insider Discord, or on uh, Reddit, and say, "Hey, what do you think about this? Is, this? is this legitimate? Look at what other companies are offering. See as compares. Just do your research. You know what I mean? That's kind of like the, the the underlining point of this whole episode. Is just if you research, you should know what to expect. And when something doesn't co- meet those expectations, you throw that in the trash. The the the, the the digital trash, right? You don't apply for that job. And if you're not sure, you, after you've, you've, you've checked all the steps, it seems okay, still not 100% sure, hey, just send your resume in, see what happens, right? They might not like you anyway. If they do like you, you do the interview, and then you see how you feel, right? It's not a, a binding contract to interview with a, with a company, right? But stick with these points, and you will be okay. But anyway, so I'm out of here. Thanks so much for listening. I'll be back at you next week with another interview for sure. This has been James from ALTinsider.com. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, if you like the show, you're here still listening. I'm going to tell you something. I never do this, but I should do it more. If you like the show, could you take a minute to, to review it on iTunes.com? I haven't asked for a while, and it means a lot. It does help the show grow and get a bump in terms of when people search for it and stuff. So if you could... Send a review. I always leave a link to it in, at altinsider.com. You'll find it at the bottom of the page of this of this episode. It would be a lot to me. So in any case, guys, I've talked it off. Thanks so much for listening. I wish everyone out there the best of luck, whether you're we're already working in Japan or you're just thinking about it and kind of deciding what to do. Wish you the best of luck. It's uh, You have a lot of fun. If you find a good position, like so many people do, like I did, and like other people do, uh, you'll have fun. If you find a bad one, you won't have fun. So take your time, find a good place, and have fun. Until next time, you know what to do. Have more fun. See. I really hope you enjoyed today's Inside Japan podcast. Dive deeper into our world and learn more about what awaits you. Check out altinsider.com. And for regular up-to-the-minute job postings, check into jobsinjapan.com for the next big gig. Please tune in for our regular excursions into the world of Japan. And good luck. Gambate. Jump in Japan. Don't go.